Hello, everybody, and welcome to turn to page 34, the elevator to nowhere. Uh, how you doing, Raps? I'm doing pretty damn good in yourself, Rita. Oh, I'm scared. That harsh language. Please darn me. <gasps> Please warn Sorry. me before, before you say I... that word. Oh, now, heavens. Rito, I was talking about a stick structure made by otters. I know, that's what I'm afraid of. Ah, <laughs> fair point, well made. <laughs> Please. <laughs> they darned the river. They darned. Please darn the river. Oh, boy. Um, This book and cover. So here's the thing. Like, we've, I don't know if you've done this. I think, especially for the mm. first, like, 20-ish like I kind of flipped through the covers because I was like I was excited and I was going through them, and I kind of was like, yeah, I can't wait until we get to this book, that book, this book, that book, and I don't know if it came from the internet, just kind of like acted as a hard stop for me mentally, mm -hmm. because the fact that this book, the elevator to nowhere, exists, I just like this cover is completely foreign to me. I I've never even seen a glimpse of it. I never remembered there being a book, one of like a book centered around the premise of elevating. I mm -hmm. just all of it, all of it. Wait, wait, are you were you the same way? You where you said, well, I guess spoilers uh, for the past. You this escaped your memory as well, perhaps. It, it entirely escapes my memory as well. It, it's it it has the the effect that people might be familiar with from like I guess like a new American weird kind of like horror genre or like Eldritch and cosmic horror as well has a lot of this the the unknowability of a thing and the fact that your brain just slides off of it. There is something about the almost mundanity yeah. of an elevator to nowhere and this you know bespectacled man on yeah. the cover looking a little bit like. A, I guess an extremely aged neocortex. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Is just, it deletes itself from my mind when I'm not looking at it. I'm scared that if I should turn around right now, I would forget that we're recording the podcast. And uh, what what book is this we're reading? What the heck is this? Have you heard of this one? Have you elevator to nowhere? This is my first time seeing this. Have you seen? Huh? Huh? And this is, a, a, this is a Goosebumps is book? A Goosebumps I thought book? I knew all of those. I thought I... Interesting. I'm the Goosebumps expert, as you can see, from I... our your navigation of previous Goosebumps trivia in the Goosebumps books. 100%. 100%. I don't know. Perhaps something about uh, it came from the internet acts as a kind of a blocker for me. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. This, this is the bit to nowhere. <laughs> so, oh... Uh, Alas, any other things you want to say about this cover? I guess. Oh, I I absolutely need to tell you a couple of things about this cover, and that okay. is that, like, despite what I'd said previously, this is possibly one of the most horrifying covers for me, and it's yeah. horrifying in a very specific way. Of this could happen. Like, I'm not yeah. gonna suddenly become a plant, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna suddenly take a kip and wake up as a gargoyle or anything of like that. Like, those are all beyond the realm. However, this is just a dude with his head and hands caught in an elevator that yeah, it seems looks like to be terrifying. terrified about the situation. Yeah. It's, it's it's a terrestrial horror. This is familiar. This There's is a, an elevator out, uh, outside. I can go through one door and reach an elevator. Yeah. This is some Final Destination stuff. This is, yes. Yeah. Also, uh, I want it known that six is highlighted on the elevator perhaps that mean will mean something later probably not 
I have written it down on a piece of paper, just the number six. I hope this mm. helps. <laughs> but I too hope it does. I gotta say as well, for an elevator that are nowhere, it has seven different locations <laughs> it goes to. <laughs> yeah, but does it ever get there? <laughs> I think that's the whole thing. Uh, but hey, uh, do you want to perhaps beware us? Hold your horses there, buddy. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, is there something you would like to inform us about? <laughs> There's almost certainly something I'd like to inform us about, and that is the fact that as of last episode, this podcast is now powered by Patron. Patreon as well, the by Americans. the way, for those of you in, in the less international markets. Adding an all support on patreon.com slash turn to pagecast goes directly into the production quality of the show, buying the necessary books to complete the goosebumps, art for the series, a theme song, and possibly more. So that again is patreon.com slash turn to pagecast. Turn to pagecast, patreon.com slash turn to pagecast. If you're a big fan of the gridiron, um, is that football? American football? I think so. I think it is. It's 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 appropriately alien to me that it yeah. might be American football. It yeah. is two things, another culture and sports. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell from my confidence that I also think that's pretty hell, it could just be a cooking thing. Actually, I'm more familiar with a cooking thing than I am with either American things or sports. I'm a mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a bad American. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with, with many things. You're right. If you don't know all of the sports <laughs> in alphabetical order. Uh, air hockey. Your turn. Oh. Uh, basketball. Mm, bocce ball. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So we're not doing one per letter. We're doing it alphabetically in general. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, <laughs> zebra. That might be a sport. You don't know. You can't check me on that. Oh, you just said it. you don't know about sports. Zebra racing. Why not? There you go. All right. Okay. Beware us. Beware! <laughs> don't read the book from beginning to end. Excellent. You've got an automatic A on your science project because your friend's uncle Darius is going to help you. And Darius is an inventor. But then Darius tests out his new invention, an elevator that takes people to other dimensions. And when he returns, he's different. You notice that when he tries to cut off your head with a machete. Oh no, he's not the real Uncle Darius. He's just a copy from a parallel universe. Can you use the elevator to rescue the real Darius? Hurry, before the copy cuts your head off and adds it to his shrunken head collection. <laughs> Why is it always shrunken heads with you, Goosebumps? Why I know! Why I almost wonder if, you know, I mean, alternate dimensions, shrunken head collection. Is it possible that the fake Darius is one of the previous antagonists oh. who had a shrunken head collection? It could be. It could be. But I'm I, hoping. Yeah. yeah I, I know that he's not my real uncle when he tries to use a machete to cut off my head. The real uncle yeah, Darius. Yeah, my real uncle would use the there. sword. Ah, oh, dang it! Yeah, I win! Damn it. I win! <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> All right, page one. <laughs> this science project is going to be a snap. You were totally dreading it, and then you teamed up with Jamie. Not only is she the smartest girl in class, her uncle—wait, 
Her uncle Darius is a real live, real live inventor. I'm so confused already. The law has been contradicted already. Yeah, and he's real live inventor. I, huh. Okay. Sorry. With your uncle's help, we'll ace this project. You tell Jamie as you walk towards Darius's house. Well, probably. Jamie answers. The important thing is to not let Uncle Darius get carried away. He can be a little, um, extreme sometimes. Extreme? You repeat. Extremely extreme. She warns. Once he had me test out these escalator shoes he invented, I was stuck on the ceiling for two hours. You picture Jamie hanging upside down and laugh out loud. She punches you in the shoulder. <laughs> Ow! You cry. She's as strong as she is smart. Just don't let him ask, just don't ask him rather about uh, demonstrating any of his inventions. She cautions. They hardly ever work the way you think they will. She comes to a stop. Well, here we are. When you see the house, your eyes open wide. Really wide. Go to page two. Uh, it's interesting. You manage. What you mean is, it's creepy. The windows are broken and barred, the paint is flaking off, the yard is full of dead leaves, and it looks as if no one's lived here for a hundred years. He doesn't keep it up very well, Jamie explains. Too busy inventing things, maybe? You suggest. You jump as something runs across your feet, but then you realize it's just a cat. Oh, poor Sapphire. Jamie sighs. Uncle Darius never remembers to feed her. We'll feed you on the way out, Saf. The cat stares hungrily up at you, then she disappears into the untrimmed bushes. Jamie pushes open the door. You're surprised the house is so dark. There's not much furniture, just bizarre machines. They seem to crouch in the shadows, waiting. He must be in the lab, Jamie whispers. Why are we whispering? You whisper back. I don't want to disturb him, she answers. He's kind of excitable when he's working. Extreme and excitable, you mutter. Great. Just then, a pair of hands grab your shoulders. Grab a hold of page three. Ugh, can't. The hands lift you up and turn you around. You find yourself facing an old man wearing a, a loud Hawaiian shirt and thick glasses. Hello, Jamie! He booms. I'm over here! Jamie shouts from behind you. Uncle Darius squints at you, peers at Jamie, and then drops you back to the floor. Oh, that's right. Uh, that you are! He declares. Well, come on into the lab! You rub your shoulders as you follow the two of them. Darius is really strong, like a giant version of Jamie. <laughs> you follow them into the lab. Awesome. Every square inch is filled with gizmos and gadgets. You said on the phone that you're doing a science project? Darius says. I'd be glad to help. I was just about to test my trans-universal transvader. He gestures towards a huge machine towering against a wall. It has sliding doors right in the middle with a big button to one side. It looks like an elevator, you observe. Wait a second. This is a one-story house. Why would he build an elevator? Yes, but instead of going to all the floors... 
Darius explains. It goes to the universes! You stare at Darius. Gee, you think. Jamie never mentioned that her uncle was completely crazy. Go to page four. You decide to humor him. That sounds cool. <laughs> Maybe I could take a ride in it. Right before they cart this guy to the loony bin, you add to yourself. Rude. Jamie punches you again. Ow. Oh, no. Too dangerous. Much too dangerous. Darius mutters. You see, other universes look all exactly like this one. At first, anyway, but usually there's one little difference. Just a deadly little difference. You study his face. He sounds as if he knows what he's, what he's talking about. His words send a chill along your spine. Turn to page 136. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, what a jump that is. <sighs> Sorry. Let me run just one more test, and maybe I'll bring you back a souvenir. Darius bounds towards the machine. He pushes the button and the doors slide open. He jumps inside and the doors close. He is excitable, you comment to Jamie. In the extreme, she mutters. The transvader starts to groan and shudder. Oh, the whole house starts to shake, making your teeth rattle. The lights dim. Finally, the machine trembles to a stop with the doors. When the doors slide open, Darius glances around. He seems confused, as if he can't figure out where he is. His eyes land on you, and he smiles. I have something for you, he growls. His voice sounds weird, different somehow. He hands you a box. You open it and scream. Inside the box, there's a shrunken head. And one more thing. It's your shrunken head. Go ahead. Wait, get ahead on page five. <laughs> you open the box and scream. Ah, it's a shrunken uh, head! Oh, also, it's mine. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. One more thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's me, though. You stare at the horrible, terrifying thing. It has your eyes, your mouth, your hair. It's a shrunken version of you. You feel sick just looking at you. What? I... I mean... How? You whimper. Do you like it? Uncle Darius asks. He smiles a nasty, teeth-bearing smile. Jamie grabs your arm. Um, we, uh, we, we have to go now. She stammers. Oh, we just remember we have to study for a math test. I'm sure you don't need to study. Uncle Darius says to you. Not with such a good head on your shoulders. He raises one hand high, and you gasp when you realize what he's holding. A gleaming, curved knife, almost as long as a sword, Raps. You do win. <laughs> you can't believe this is happening. He takes a step forward and swings the knife at your neck. Should you duck and try and knock Darius over or run for the door? Thinks fast, and try not to lose your head. If you duck, turn to page 85. If you run, go to page 102. The- what- <laughs> The thing that's funny about this, I mean, maybe this is different. Hmm. The first decision of the past, like, I don't know, like eight books has been your two divergent major storyline paths. And they've mm -hmm. made a lot more sense as far as like, well, if you go here, then obviously you're in a completely different place. This is ducking or running. And it's going to, is it actually going to, I don't know. Maybe we could, maybe we could I... die. 
I don't think this is a divergent. I think we die if we try and duck and knock Darius over. And the, my assumption here is entirely based on the fact that I hope they're capitalizing upon the foreshadowing they did in Darius being thick as hell. My man got muscles, tree trunk legs. He's got bolder shoulders. Like mm. that, it was described that he is very surprisingly strong. I just don't think we can be capable of knocking this guy over. The deadly difference I'm assuming is the knife and not you know the thickness of this man's musculature. It's true. I will mention previous Uncle Darius was super strong. Do we know that this one is? Oh, you maybe not. Uh, no, but that's I that's know. the assumption that the difference between the universes yeah. is the knife and not the, the Maybe the deadly bulk. difference is deadly for him because he's not ripped. He's not absolutely mm -hmm. yoked in this universe, and that's what leads to his death. Got him? Look, I, I, we 100%ed one of the earlier books. We had a no-death route already. We yeah. do not need to succeed here. It's do true. we want to find out what happens if we try and duck and headbutt this man? I, I kind of want to choose PvP. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Let's go, let's go to the Wildy. <laughs> oh, my. All right. 80... 85. Uh... There's there's two sounds. Me hit you, you hit floor. You hit the floor. The knife whistles over your head. It misses you by a fraction of an inch. You roll into <laughs> you roll into Darius's legs. He tumbles over you and onto the floor. Jumping to your feet, you glance around for Jamie. She's disappeared. Darius rises and he leaps towards you, swinging the knife. <laughs> you stumble backwards, trying to stay out of reach of the deadly blade. Oh, the deadly difference blade. He comes at you again. Then you realize that you're still holding the shrunken head. Your head. You throw it as hard as you can at Uncle Darius. Direct hit. The tiny head collides with his large one. <laughs> he falls down again. You turn and run. You tear down the hall. Where's Jamie? There hasn't been a sound since you threw the head at Uncle Darius. Maybe he's knocked out. That idea gets your heart rate back to normal. You come to a room you haven't seen before. Bookshelves line all four walls. Books, magazines, and handwritten notes cover the only table in the room. Then you hear something behind you. Uh-oh. You turn around, slowly. Gulp. And then slowly turn to page 120. That's two headshots for one throw. I know. D -d 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 Double. Kill. Headshot? Headshot. Head. <laughs> Head headshot. Uh, you sigh with a relief. Jamie stands in front of you, panting. What is- oh. <laughs> Wrong person. I forgot whose Uncle Darius is for a second there again. Yeah. What's with your Uncle Darius? You gasp. That's not my Uncle Darius. Is this when we find out it is our Uncle Darius and the Beware page uh -huh. was canonically right? I feel like no, but still. I'm trying to give him the BOTD. Jamie whispers. Didn't you listen to what he said about all the universes? You think back to before your head showed up in a box. Something about them being the same as this one? You reply. Except for one deadly difference. That's right. She confirms. But sometimes the same people exist in more than one universe. That Uncle Darius came from some other universe. She shudders. A nasty one. 
You clutch your head. Other universes? More than one Uncle Darius? This is all happening way too fast. So where is your Uncle Darius? You manage to ask. He must still be in the other universe. She explains. Her forehead wrinkles with concern. He told me about it once. The place where headhunting is the most popular sport. They even have game shows about it. You gulp. Game shows? Then you have it. No, about headhunting? Then you have a terrible realization. Hunt for page 71. Oh, game show network. Uh, I, I must exist in that universe too. You stammer. You used to exist, you mean? Jamie corrects. Until that evil Uncle Darius caught you and got your head. And now he wants a matching pair! You cry. Shh! Jamie warns. He'll hear you. I'm getting out of here. You start for the hallway. You can't, Jamie declares. I already tried that door. It's locked. The controls are in the lab. Great, you exclaim. We're dead. Not yet, Jamie answers. We can try and get to the Transvader and go after Uncle Darius. The real Uncle Darius. We can rescue him. A chill runs up your spine. Go to the Headhunter universe? That's crazy. Would you rather stay here? Jamie asks. With him? <laughs> yes. Would you like to go to the universe where everyone is a headhunter or be in this universe that you're familiar with with one headhunter? Mm-hmm. This one. Put him in jail. Easy. Okay. Sorry. You go putting one hand to your throat. She has... No, I'm not reading that one. She doesn't have a point. But all those headhunters will have a point, too. At the end of their long, sharp headhunting knives, turn to page 44. Now, Rio, one thing we haven't considered is we're not guaranteed an A unless we get Uncle Darius back. Oh my god, then how will we ever get the bike Papa promised us? <laughs> it's always a bike. Yeah. <laughs> the symbol of freedom. Oh. I am a grown-up, Papa. Give me my bike, Papa. I swear I'll wear my helmet and not take it off as soon as I'm around the corner, Papa. Immediately takes off helmet. I guess if we can rescue your Uncle Darius, he could help us with the crazy headhunter? You say? Or we could try and capture this Darius. Jamie suggests. And make him take us back to his universe. Then, he could show us where the real Uncle Darius is. Capture him? How? You demand. Oh, we could use one of those inventions that are lying around the house. Jamie explains. There's loads of cool things. You shake your head in confusion. This is turning out to be much more complicated than any science project, and a lot more dangerous. If you stay here, you'll have to face a knife-wielding maniac who wants your head. But if you try and find help in another universe, who knows what you'll find? Should you try and capture the evil Darius using the inventions in the house, or would you rather head for the Transvader and try and rescue the real Uncle Darius? Take the Transvader on 77, or try and capture the evil Darius on 27. So, did, does this imply 
that the first decision was a life or death and falling into him and rolling around on the floor to knock him over is the correct was the correct answer i think it maybe was i think it might do wow okay all right well i led us into rolling into a man do you have a lean on using the inventions here or going to headhunter land this guy this dude this man yeah invents crazy things yeah i want to go through the flubber house i i'm glad that that's where you are because sometimes when i say do you have an opinion i don't have an opinion this time i had an opinion but it was secret and it was that Mm -hmm. one so wait so what is that one does that try and capture the evil darius is that what that one 27 trying to capture evil darius with the inventions in this house then take him over to his own uh, world then, or i don't know take his head yeah i was gonna say then we turn take about his fair head. play yeah only fair fair's fair a head for a head you'd rather try and capture the two evil eyes head. for two eyes <laughs> two eyes for t- an eyes for an eyes uh <laughs> you rather you'd rather try and capture the evil head hunting uncle darius i don't want to go to any other universes you explain Especially a universe where my head is someone's paperweight. Uh, We'll need a weapon then, Jamie says. Let's take a look in the basement. That's where Uncle Darius keeps all these old inventions. You creep out of the library, trying not to make a sound. Halfway down the hall, you pass a closet. A bright red sign on it reads, Danger! Disintegrator! (laughs) Disintegrator closet! Hey, Jamie. You whisper. What's this thing? Uncle Darius told me never to play with that. She whispers back. It's really dangerous. So come on, let's keep going. So are the headhunters. You argue. I say we try and lure Darius in there. Then we can threaten to disintegrate and that'll teach him. What do you think? Lure Darius into the disintegrator closet or head down into the basement for another invention? To use the closet, 45... To go to the basement, crawl to 72. Uh, I See, here's the thing. I thought that I thought they were going to go for a disintegrator closet. Oh, that must be where they keep the disintegrator. And then you go, mm-hmm. you go in and you get disintegrated. But they already did that. So now I'm like, is it the opposite? Is there a disintegrator weapon in there? And thus we don't yeah. want to lure him there? <laughs> is, is this now exactly. a reverse bait and switch? I, I think it's a hundred percent that. I think this is the closet in which the disintegrator is. I think that uh that you know, we were told earlier by Jamie that the inventions of her uncle don't work out the way that you would expect from yeah. the way that they are named or otherwise designed, that they work in unexpected ways that are often detrimental, kind of like a monkey's paw effect. So, mm. like, I'm reading all of these inventions in a monkey paw fashion. How yeah. could Disintegrated Closet go the worst for us? Either there's a disintegrator in there, or we, like, shove him in and then press disintegrate, and then the closet disintegrates, and he's just standing there like, all right, <laughs> yeah so the question then this is always the the goosebumps conundrum we find ourselves in now as seasoned give yourself goosebumps veterans do we want to explore how the disintegrator closet could go poorly because it sounds funny 
or not. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. I think we're definitely well within the, the period of our lives where we can choose to die for the fun of it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm going to live a life where I don't go into a disintegrator closet? That's not barely a life worth living. No. <laughs> disintegrate me. Come on. It's a Tuesday. It's not. You decide to lure Darius into the disintegrator closet. You even have you even have a foolproof plan. Okay, now I know it's going to go bad. Get Darius to chase you back here. You whisper to Jamie. And I'll push him into the closet as soon as he runs past. Jamie scowls. Why do I get to be the bait? Who runs faster, you or me? You demand. Me. Oh, you've got a point, I guess. She mutters. You position yourself in the bathroom across from the closet. You're glad Darius's house is so dark. There's no way he'll see you before you push him into the closet. Jamie walks down the hall and pretends to trip and fall. Oh, my leg! Owie! She cries writhing on the floor as if, as if in pain. Help me! Quick! Headhunter Darius's laughter rolls through the house. <laughs> I'm coming! He calls. Don't worry about a thing. Heavy footsteps pound the floor. Peeking out of the bathroom, you see a shadowy form at the end of the hall. Jamie jumps up, still pretending to be hurt. She limps away from him. You gulp, preparing to leap. Darius charges after her. She picks up speed. Just as Darius runs by the bathroom, you leap out. Leap on to page 94. Wham! You crash right into Darius. He staggers and falls into the disintegrated closet, and you slam the door. Got him! You shout. You raise your fist in victory. Then a terrible crashing sound comes through the closet door. You and Jamie watch in horror as the wood starts to splinter. Darius is battering his way out. Quick! Jamie cries. Push the disintegration button! I thought we were just trying to capture him. You object? He's getting out! She yells. We have to disintegrate him. The idea of disintegrating anyone. Cold-blooded murder. Upon even a headhunter. Makes you a little excited. <laughs> Queasy. <laughs> I mean, maybe no we should run for the... Books. Just... <laughs> maybe we should run for the basement. I'm not ready to commit my second murder. <laughs> he suggests... What should you do? Run for the basement and search for another invention you can use against Darius, or just disintegrate him right now? Think fast. Darius is seconds from his freedom. So, I mean, surely... We have him trapped in a closet and have a button that says disintegrate. And we've only... We're on, I mean, not to metagame. We're on our, mm. like, we're on our fourth choice. It's not gonna kill him. <laughs> So, yeah, it's not going to kill him. And this choice that we were certain was going to go wrong in some fashion has not yet gone wrong. I imagine pressing... Actually, I've come up with it. Finally, I think I recognize what this is. The disintegrator closet is the closet you get into to save yourself from the disintegration of the rest of the room. No, wait, but the button's on the outside. I don't mm. know. Eh, well, hey. Now, now, now okay. Do you want to do a detour to the, the page of death to explore how this goes wrong? 
Yeah, Disintegrate Darius. I mean, it, it's the same vibe as we had in our previous decision of let's choose to do the one that we think is going to be interesting and probably end the game. Yeah, I mean, so far it's not penalized us yet. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this I was not expecting this. You have to disintegrate Darius, you realize. There's no time to make another plan. It's him or you, murder! You stab the big red button with one finger. From hell's heart, I stab at thee! Take that, Darius! You shout. The closet door rattles and shakes. Smoke spews out into the hall. What's happening? You squint at the control panel in the darkness. Hey. Next to the button you press is a dial with two settings. Disintegrate and duplicate. And the dial is set to uh, duplicate. Uh-oh. You murmur. You reach out to adjust the dial, but before you can touch it, the closet door springs open. Turn to page 31. Double quick. You know... Call it the disintegrator and duplicator closet. What are yeah, you doing? I, it was DLC. Um, anyone? <clears throat> no! You gasp. No! Two Darius's Darius-i, Dariapodes, grin at you from inside the closet. You idiot! You didn't murder him, you duplicated him! Jamie shrieks. All to rack up the kill count, sweet cheeks. Uh, you reach to slam the door shut again. Too late. The two Darius... Darius's burst out into the hall. One grabs you by the arms, the other grabs Jamie. They throw you both against the wall. Then they thrust both of their machetes against your throat. Why me, you wonder? Why not Jamie, your niece? <laughs> you don't have to wait long for your answer. Now we can complete our collection, one Darius snickers. <laughs> we'll have a matching pair, the other cackles. Well, at least they're happy. Sure, they are. After all, two heads are better than one. The end. You know what? I really quite like the pun on this one. Two heads are better than one. The two of the Dariuses, so as good. well as their pair of Alshron. It's... It works. It works in both ways. It's just, it's beautiful. It's it's magnifique. It's perhaps the most elegant of the, uh, no, you idiot, you died. It's probably mm -hmm. the most elegant of them. Quite um, legitimately true. So uh, we're instead going to continue down into the basement after knocking him into yeah. the disintegrator closet. I, I do want to say, I do resent the fact that we are supposed to accept the justification for why our head why they want our head is because they want a pair of them. Like I'm not certain that's the justification for why they want our head as much as something they're saying they can now achieve with yeah. our head. I wonder if it might be important in a later thing yeah. that like, you know, there is a dupe of Jamie in that universe who often headhunts with him. If we go into the new universe, mm. do we meet that Jamie and then get confused and blah, blah, blah. Like, could be, could be. I think it's possible that it's hinting at a relationship there, other than just niece, like headhunter protege. Yeah. Uh, we'll remember that.
I already forgot it. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm just I'm just imagining because it, it is in the context of like an uncle and niece as well, right? So like I'm yeah. imagining the version where you know you you've seen these stories. This is a very typical American sports movie. Never mind, you haven't seen this. Excuse but, me, what? Uh, it's it's American where sport? the kid <laughs> movie maybe, but it's where the kid goes down into the basement and finds like the pitcher's glove and then just comes upstairs with the pitcher's glove and the dad's like, oh yeah, they used to play baseball. Do you want to go around the backyard and toss the ball around a little kiddo? You know, something like that, right? But uh, it's <laughs> Jamie has gone down into the basement and found yeah. a machete and come upstairs yeah. and Uncle Barry is like, I used to cut heads off with all that time. Uh -huh. Yeah. You want to go cut some heads off, kiddo? Okay, Uncle Darius. Can I have the big knife? Yes, sweetie. Oh. It's not a knife. It's a full particle and a knife. It's not a sword. It's not a knife. This isn't my voice. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, you decide to run for the basement. Come on! You yell, bolting down the hall. You hear Jamie's footsteps pounding behind you. Then you hear a sickening crash as the door of the disintegrator slash duplicator closet bursts open. That way! Jamie cries, pointing towards the lab. You spot the basement door ahead, but you can also hear Darius charging for you. Uh, charging after you. You reach the door and yank it open. Jamie leaps through. You follow. She throws the bolt just as Darius crashes against the door. He pounds furiously on it. Will it hold? Seems to be holding. Woo! At least this door is stronger than the one on the disintegrator closet now featuring duplicator functionality. We're stuck here, Jamie mutters. There's no way out except that door. You gulp. Outside, there's silence. Darius seems to have given up on breaking down the door. For now. You glance at Jamie. What exactly were we hoping to find in the basement? Find out on page 25. I'm ready for, like, an arsenal selection screen. <gasps> Pick your wet, <gasps> well wraps. There you yeah, ask yeah, and yeah, receive, yeah. perhaps, in a slight way. Uh, oh, my God. This is, like, okay, well, you know. Maybe we're overhyping it a bit, but you'll see. Jamie turns on the lights. You peer down into the basement. Like the lab, it's crowded with all kinds of devices and mechanical parts. But everything appears old and dusty. Does any of this stuff even work? You ask. Jamie looks worried. I hope so. You push aside cobwebs as you rummage through the junk. Hey, here's the pair of escalator shoes! Jamie calls. They lift you right off the ground. Maybe we could attack Darius from a... Bath? She frowns. Uh, at least that's how I think they work. Sounds good. What's this? You hold up a dented metal hat. A uh, captivator helmet. Whoever wears it is under the control of your mind. Jamie explains. Huh. Could be useful. But how long would... Wait, but how would you get it onto Darius's head without losing your own? You also find something labeled Ear Eradicator... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jamie isn't sure, but she thinks it's supposed to make terrible noises. Terrible enough to drive Darius out of his universe? You ask. Jamie shrugs. You stare at each other, stumped. Which invention should you try? Escalator shoes, ear eradicator, or captivator helmet? 
I mean, at this point, like three options instead of two is about as inventory select as we can get, I think. Um I I I I have I have a question. I have a question. Tell it upon me. Jamie yes. previously told us about yes. the escalator shoes. Yeah, that's specifically exactly what I was that at, she yeah. She tested them. She knows she she was you know hanging from the ceiling for hours or whatever it was. Um at least that's how I think they work. Yeah. Well, I mean, a reminder that this book also said that it this is our uncle. So it did. I mean, but I yeah. I I I I do wonder because this this is just like another oh. like Jamie isn't everything we expect ah. kind of feeling like this is a Sans's nest kind of a thing. Uh huh. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Um. I mean, Ness Earthbound. <laughs> Sans Undertale is Ness Earthbound, not clickbait this time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like the idea of a title that's like it's not clickbait this time <laughs> last time it was for for the views this time i just have information i need to share sans undertale is ness earthbound and i have proof and my video is 10 minutes and one second long uh do we want to go for escalator shoes i have their birth Tipitol. certificates <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I, just had to, I reject the, the end of this bit and I must insert one more. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. So obviously escalator shoes are supposed to not work. Unless you want to explore the of it all and I'm fine with that. Uh, you'd be most likely to find it there, I guess. Um... I don't, I don't feel strongly between the other... Well, it's weird, because Captivator Helmet tells us what it is and what it does, and she thinks that the ear eradicator is supposed to make terrible noises. But, like, how does that not also impact us? Well, I mean, speaking of how does that not also impact us, the Captivator Helmet, whoever wears it is under control of your mind. Yeah. How do how we does define the controller? Yes, I know. That's where I was. I got, we, we just, we need to ask. <laughs> Excuse me. Did you put the Captivator Helmet on me, Raps? Because I think we have the same mind. Um, <laughs> I I wouldn't know because I don't know how it works. <laughs> apparently you do. I That's my same thing. That's my issue with that helmet too. It's like, it says it's under control of your mind. But, but how, how, how? You put it on mm -hmm. first, you have to put it on first to like prep it, set it, like plate up or something, and then you put it on somebody else, and I don't know. Uh, I have I have no strong feelings for real because all these options make me I don't like I don't like any of them. That's mm. where I'm that's where I'm at. So do you have a, a lead or should we literally just pick a number? I my lead is so small as Do to it. be imperceptible. Bring it. And it's for the ear eradicator because we know less about it. That's yeah. literally it. I, that's the thing <laughs> is, since we don't really know much about these inventions, except for the fact that they're probably not supposed to work how you would think, and she says mm -hmm. it probably just 
destroys ears or sorry uh makes a loud noise maybe it's something else maybe it's shaped like an ear and it eradicates Mm. you know i don't know so 57 time for something drastic i think you declare you grab the ear eradicator looks like an old-fashioned gun but instead of a regular barrel it ends in a wide opening like an ear nope like a mouth of a trumpet you aim it at jamie pow wow you yell you grin be careful with that she shouts don't shoot it until we put in these earplugs she hands you two gummy wads of wax you shove the wads into your ears and then you study the ear eradicator more closely weird it has three triggers each is labeled you squint at the tiny writing next to each trigger one label says fingernails on chalkboard another says dripping faucet the last says dentist drill oh do you have a least favorite of the three fingernails on chalkboard for me it's the drill i've just had oh oh the root canal oh don't take me back Oh, don't take yeah, it's it's not so much a, a yeah. sense memory because like yeah, I've 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 had you know dental work done and it needs some more done relatively soon. Oh, yeah. uh, but fingernails on chalkboard has a uh, like deep yeah. emotional impact on me immediately. Like I cannot be comfortable yeah. in the same space that that is occurring. Whereas a dentist drill, I can kind of just tune out. Also, I will note for the very final thing uh, that there are a lot of songs that I like in the experimental noise rap genre that include dentist drills as part of sure. the song. Yeah. So for me, it almost has like a positive emotional impact. Interesting. I don't feel the it's same. Like, mm, okay, when's the verse start? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, I feel fingernails on chalkboard in my teeth more than I feel dentist drill mm. in my teeth. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, weird. All right. Those all sound pretty irritating. Jamie says something, but you can't hear her with your earplugs in. What? You shout. Whoa. You can't even hear yourself. Jamie points towards the stairs and you follow her up to the door. She unlocks the bolt. You raise the weapon with trembling hands, and then Jamie kicks open the door. Take a peek uh, on page nine. It's you. It's you, Bookmaster. Yeah? I recently purchased earplugs for myself, like quite good earplugs. Mm -hmm. uh, if you put earplugs in you and then speak, yeah. you can hear your voice very well, actually. Yeah, you can actually, like, yeah. I, 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 like, I'm in the same boat. That's when the, I hear myself the, way the most. That they, Exactly. The way they tell you to confirm that they're working is if you can hear your own voice very well, then you've successfully, you know, like plugged everything. Perhaps these are the, what are they called? Ear destroyers? What were they? Ear. Ah, oh, the ear eradicators. Maybe these are the ear eradicators. Mm, perhaps. Mm. Hey, there's no one in this lab. You reach up and pull one of the earplugs out. You need to be able to hear. You don't want Darius sneaking up on you. Hey, Darius! Jamie yells. We want you to come hear something! You wait, trembling. But you don't hear a sound. Jamie nudges you forward and you creep out into the lab, imagining a huge machete swinging out of nowhere. The back of your neck tingles at the thought. You point the ear eradicator into the dark lab. Be careful. He could be anywhere. Jamie whispers behind you. I know. You snap. 
but she can't hear you. You inch forward, swinging the ear eradicator from side to side. Behind you, Jamie lets out a gasp. You spin around, and it's Darius. You fumble to put your, the earplug back into your unprotected ear, but you drop it. Darius raises machete and throws it at your head. If you're lucky, you'll duck in time. So how lucky are you? Flip a coin. If you get heads, jump to 61, tails 123. I flipped a coin. Me too. What'd you get? <laughs> tails me heads okay so i guess we get to do both if we want <laughs> so what was yours uh mine Sorry. was tails also mine has a design on the tails side that says donation dollar give to help others oh my god if if this one's wrong this book hates charity exactly Cringe? this book um this book is scrooge um cringe Okay, one twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um one twenty three. The machete hurdles towards you, it whistles through the air like a screaming bird of prey. You drop to the floor just in time, and the knife buries itself into the wall behind you with a thunk. I will say I definitely thought that heads was the bad option because it is a yeah. headhunter book. Um, mm -hmm. You gulp at how close it came to slicing your head off. But there's no time to think about that. Darius is running towards you. He pulls another smaller knife from his belt. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a small sword. You raise the ear eradicator. There's no time to put your earplug back in. You hope that one will be enough. You aim at the charging headhunter, pointing the weapon right at his head. Which trigger should you pull? A dripping faucet, fingernails on chalkboard, or dentist drill? So, I mean, under the guise of it being which one is the worst, mm. I think that I can I think that I can um agree that fingernails on chalkboard is generally the worst and dentist drill has isn't as bad but has extra baggage. Yes, but yes, does I wonder... he have baggage? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is, the, is the extra baggage of a dentist drill, like, would that possibly imitate, like, cards on the table. I think this Darius doesn't know anything about these inventions here, right? He's been mm. spending all of his time lopping off heads and covering them in salt. So yes. I think really uh, he's not going to you know, recognize that this is just playing the noise of a dentist drill and might think, oh, that laser beam is charging up or something like that. This is a very tiny, tiny, tiny thing. Whereas fingernails on chalkboard, I don't know, maybe he feels it in his teeth and immediately puts his hands to his head and stabs himself in the temple. Ah, yeah, probably. Um, it's just not dripping faucet. We agree well, on that, see, right? <laughs> see, but here's the thing. That's what makes me think that this is the, the whodunit the dripping faucet is he who I least expect and thus mm -hmm. who I should most expect. Cause I'm like, mm. okay, by the same thing, baggage, yada, 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 dripping faucet could be the most, like it's a distraction. Like, Oh, the room's going to flood or something. I don't know. Like, is there, I don't know. I, I think I, I don't think, I think it doesn't demand urgency in the way that the others do. A dripping faucet to me is like, I should fix that within the next couple of hours. It's true. Um uh, so so what so are you leaning towards drill then with like the Let's... it's kind of the most middle in my head. It's like it is 
the medium most annoying, but has a lot of baggage potential to it. 23? Let's go with fingernails on chalkboard because, oh, like, okay. I also, yeah, so that'd be 84. Um, only because I think it is the one that, like, utilizes the ear-destroying potential of this as powerfully as it can. Yeah. Well, all right. You decide to try fingernails on chalkboard. You've been meaning to get around to it. Your friends have recommended it. Uh, what sound is worse than that? You pull the trigger. A horrifying screech comes from the ear eradicator, and it feels as if someone is scraping a piece of sandpaper right along your nerves. You bite your tongue, hoping the pain will distract you. The horrible screeching seems to grow louder and louder. You're almost paralyzed with pain. You can barely keep your finger on the trigger, but you must. You squint at Darius. He's stopped coming towards you. Stands in the middle of the room, looking stunned. You squeeze your eyes shut as you force yourself to keep your finger on the trigger. And finally, you can't keep it up any longer. The ear eradicator drops from your exhausted hands. Silence at last, except for the ringing in your ear. You open your eyes. Headhunter Darius stands in front of you. Uh-oh. Why is he smiling? Turn to page 135. In my universe, bad sounds are good. Mm-hmm. He grins broadly. Thank you. That's one of my two favorite noises. He declares. You stare in disbelief. Is he serious? What? What's your other favorite noise? You stutter at, at last. The sound of neck bones cracking when I twist them. Darius laughs heartily. Ah, uh, but words can't describe that. Here, let me demonstrate it. <laughs> he, he grabs your neck in his powerful hands. Oh my, okay, this is, okay. Something about this gets me bad. He grabs your neck in his powerful hands. You're too exhausted to struggle much. Darius starts to twist. Listen, listen. He commands. It sounds to you like this is the end. <laughs> Sounds to you like... All right. Uh, wow. I well, absolutely... at least we know that he doesn't love the sound of a dentist drill. I mean, in le yeah. Do you want to go to dentist drill then? Oh, let's do it. Yeah. I mean, wow. That is that is some... I had a bowl of nails for breakfast without any milk. I love the sound of na nails on a chalkboard. Like, mm -hmm. that is some extra stuff right there. Hey, he's not so different to me. If if fingernails on a chalkboard were included in a clipping song, yeah, just saying, I might like it too. There you go. You decide to pull the dentist drill trigger. Nothing could be worse than the sound of a metal screw boring into your teeth. You pull the trigger, and the lab fills with horrible screeching whine of a drill. Even with one ear plugged, it feels as if there's a whirling drill in your own mouth, and you can actually feel your teeth vibrate. Ugh. Darius writhes on the floor, his hands covering his mouth protectively. The noise is so awful that you can barely hold down the trigger, but you can manage. But finally, you can't stand it anymore. You realize, you realize, you release the trigger. The noise stops, and Darius seems to be knocked out cold. Drill your way to page 92. We did it. We did it. We killed the man. You rub your jaw. It's sore from clenching so hard. And your unprotected ear is ringing like a car alarm. Quick! Jamie cries as she pulls out her earplugs. 
Let's put the Captivator helmet on him. Then we can make him take us to the real Darius. Oh, this is the twofer. We, we get the Captivator oh. helmet even though we didn't. Wow. You know, if we took the Captivator helmet, it would have been like, oh, you need to yeah. subdue him first. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think so. You nod your aching head. Jamie darts down to the basement and returns with the helmet. She kneels and you help her slip it on to the unconscious Darius. All right, Darius, wake up, Jamie orders. Darius lifts his head groggily. He seems confused. His eyes are glassy, but you aim the ear, ear, ear eradicator at him just in case. Now, um, do a, do a, do a TikTok dance for us. <laughs> Jamie commands. Your eyes widen as Darius stands and dances a jig. Wow, he really hit the gritty. <laughs> there it is. You shout. That helmet thing really works. Great. Now all we have to do is go to the universe of headhunters and free Darius. Jamie exclaims. Oh, is that all? You mutter. Turn to page 20. All right, take us to Uncle Darius now. Jamie commands. Darius trudges into the lab and you follow him into the transvader. He punches some buttons on the wall and you gulp. Are you really going to another universe? A universe full of headhunters after you expressly chose the one that made you not? The transvader rattles and shakes. The lights flicker and finally the machine quiets down. When the doors slide open, you peer out nervously. The room looks a lot like the lab you were just in, but the inventions are all tools for headhunting and head shrinking. Whoa. You have gone to a parallel universe. Okay, now take us to Uncle Darius. Jamie repeats. Darius plods ahead of you. He leads you to a door with a big keep out sign on it. Open it. You order. Darius reaches for the door, but his hands falter as he touches the knob. What's wrong? Then you realize he's staring at the keep out sign. Wow, he can't even disobey a sign. Should you tell him to take it off or take it off yourself? Either way, he's not going to go through that door until the sign comes down. To tell Darius to take it off, turn to page 133. To take it off yourself, turn to page 68. I had mistakenly thought when reading through this page that uh, the, the, the it referred to in taking it off would be the helmet and that we would have to take the helmet off in order, like we're telling Darius to take the helmet off or to take it off ourselves. But realistically, it's the sign that we need to take off. However, if we tell Darius to take it off, he might take yeah. off the helmet. So let's that's, take off the sign. That's exactly where I'm at. We've just been wondering- You are wearing thing. a Captivator helmet right now, my man. <laughs> I am wearing a Captivator helmet right now, my man. Ah. <laughs> so wait, hold on. Uh, what page do I turn to? That would be uh, taking it off ourselves on page 68. I am turning to page 68. My man. <laughs> <laughs> you rip down the sign. Now, open that door. You order. Darius obeys, opening the door to a set of stairs leading down. Walk down the stairs. Jamie commands. Darius plunges down the stairs into pitch darkness. Oops. Oh, wait, wait. Turn on a light first. You command. He reaches for a light switch and flicks it on. A huge explosion of sparks fill the air. 
Turn to page 117. What? The blinding flash startles you. It takes a moment before the spots clear from your eyes. When you can see again, you stare in horror. The evil Darius lies in a heap at the bottom of the stairs. What happened? You gasp. It, it, mu it must have been a booby trap. Jamie answers in a shaken voice. T to catch people trying to sneak in here, but Darius caught himself. Oi. You mutter. That helmet works too well. You shouldn't always do what people tell you. Ba-bam-boom. Parents. Uh, you creep down the stairs and glance around the room. The only thing there is a machine the size of a refrigerator. You flinch when you hear a voice coming from it. Help me! Help me! Jamie opens the door of the machine. You can't believe what you see. Turn to page 18. If it's the other uncle, I can absolutely believe what I see. You can't believe it. I it's can't believe Uncle it, Darius. my man. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Darius! Jamie cries. That's right. It's the nice Uncle Darius, the one from your universe. Oh, aren't we glad to see you? You blurt out. It's good to see you too, kids! He exclaims. Now, get me out of this contraption before it shrinks my head! You made it in time. You and Jamie pulled Darius from the machine. I'm glad you found me. Good work, kids. He declares. How did you do it? With a little help from your captivator helmet. And your head-hunting double. You explain, glowing with pride. I'm just glad someone's using my inventions for a good purpose. Darius comments as he leads you back to the translator. You've earned some extra help on that science fair project. Science fair project? You groan. You forgot all about it. The afternoon is almost gone and you haven't even started. We're doomed! Jamie mumbles. Oh, it's due tomorrow. If only we could explain what happened. You sigh. I'm... Imagine... <laughs> Never mind, but... No one would ever believe us. <laughs> Jamie's eyes light up. Unless they had to believe us. <laughs> Turn to page 111. I didn't want to predict the book too much, but like science fair projects. I wish we could tell people about it. Yeah. I, I mean, there we go. The next day, you and Jamie present your project to your science class. Zua. How does this thing work? Mr. Johnson, the teacher, asks. Simple. You just put it on your head. You explain. Mr. Johnson gingerly slips the dented metal helmet onto his bald head. And now, you say the, the class, you explain to the class, rather, that we're the smartest kids in school. Jamie says. Uh, up while standing on one foot. You add. And flapping your arms like a chicken, Jamie finishes. Right! Mr. Johnson mumbles obediently. You sit back down to watch the show. This is definitely going to be the best science fair ever. Da end. Good da end. end. Da end. I would say 
looking at back at my notes of failed paths, there is aside from the one that we failed because we were like, let's see how this one ends. We only uh, mm. made one wrong choice on. We only made one wrong choice on accident. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That definitely was an A plus right there. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I, I I enjoyed this one. It felt like a return to like a normal, uh, standard more more linear, quasi linear. Yes. But I do wonder if that's because we just picked the right answers. But in that case, I think it would be because the answers like they actually felt like they had a little bit more sense to them, mm -hmm. in a way like. The only, you know, I actually love nails on a chalkboard. I mean, we couldn't, I guess we could have tried to see that. Like, I I guess I did call on our way to that page. Like, maybe in his universe, he loves it. But, like, mm. so, like, I guess maybe we could have used the book's logic. There's something about, like, the book starting with that phrase, like, uh, the inventions never work the way you want. That kind of gave mm. you this call out to sort of how the book was going to work and i think that maybe it just felt right because it kind of like sometimes the books jump between uh the lot like it's going to play choices logically and it's going to play choices intentionally illogically and mm -hmm. this i think because of that early call out kind of it aligned with one of the angles more and it made the choices feel like they kind of made sense which was nice it was nice to not feel mm -hmm. fully baited and switched and that know. is very very true uh although oh no while we were you know scrubbing through to get to a couple of the other pages i did see a lot of uh you know puzzles and things like that on other pages i think if we'd gone into the other universe at the start like, this is more of a, a linear story yeah. path, and it feels like the other one would have been more of a general puzzle path. Yeah. And it feels like more and more as we get deeper into the Goosebumps books, they have this specific divide rather yeah. than employing, like, just one puzzle. It's the puzzle path or the story path. It, it does seem like it, and I almost wish that I knew which one we were getting into. Because, I, I don't know, sometimes I kind of like I like the puzzles, even though it's an audio mm. medium, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I like I like puzzles. I like escape mm -hmm. room. I like escape room. You know, I would I would like to if we can very quickly uh, also check what would have happened if we had flipped heads and it allowed him to hit our head, for instance, on the uh, chance because that's you can't kill me for flipping wrong, right? Yeah. Maybe they do, but like then for the unluckiest soul in the universe who flips your know, heads constantly. They just don't get to persist on that path ever. Yeah. Let me check. That's why I always pick... I have a coin that um, always flips the opposite side of you. Just in mm. case. It's very useful. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to figure out where the hell this even was. 25? Was that, was that 9? I'm just I'm going back through all of the different uh, things I have written down. Okay. Mm-hmm. So tails, so 61. Jump or tumble? Oh, yeah, I guess jump, you know, it still hits central mass. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. 
it's it it's a it, I mean I guess I can just read through it. If you if you fail the coin flip, which yeah, note note my phrasing. Uh the long knife hurtles towards you, flipping end over end. It seems to be moving in slow motion. You throw yourself to one side, but it feels as if you are moving in slow motion too. You can tell you're not going to make it. Heads was not a lucky flip this time because you are about to lose yours. The end. And that's exactly why I knew that Heads was the wrong answer. Because <laughs> there's a you pun there. Confirmed? R.L. Stein? Very, very charitable person. Yeah. There it is. Huge fan of the donation dollar. Huge fan, huge fan, huge fan. Love to give, love to give, love to give. That's why he chooses to give goosebumps. There's a, there's a better no, 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 no. He gives us the tools to I give know. ourselves goosebumps. Give, give a man a goosebump so goosebumps for a day. Give your man <laughs> Teach a give a man to goosebump. <laughs> give your man a give yourself a goosebump. Goosebumps all the life. There you go. <laughs> oh my god. I liked it. I like I liked it. It was a nice one. Uh from I I I enjoy this story where we it just felt coherent. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Dang, that just felt coherent. Uh, which is what a glowing recommendation for a book. <laughs> but I mean, when you have a choose your own adventure book, that actually becomes a logical point. Yeah, that's the high watermark you're hoping to clear consistently. Yeah, it's like in all accounts, it felt cohesive, no matter what path you take. That is actually praise <laughs> where in the normal book it's a backhanded compliment <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah uh anything else you want to say about the book before we move on to the end stuff not especially no all right well then uh you plugged it up top so i'll do the more cash plug at the end here on uh the patreon as it is a new thing uh basically we would like to make the show better it, it's kind of just that's what it is we would like to make the show better we would like to cover the rest of the give yourself goosebumps books if you don't know we've been reading them off of an archive online uh because they're they're just on archive.org but not all of them are we had a couple two sent in from heather and we otherwise would not have been able to read those but uh instead of just hoping for a charitable donation of time and things like that uh or of like someone scraping you know a, a local thrift store or something like that, every single whatever to get the rare books we need. We have a Patreon now. So if you want to help out and help us do the remaining books that we don't otherwise have access to, there's a, you know, a very tangible way to help us make that happen now. Uh, and that's patreon.com slash turn to page cast. Uh, there's a two, the two different tiers there. If you want to tell us about one of the tiers and, uh, perhaps enact it exactly sure yes exactly it's not what i was looking for but i knew exactly. there was an approval phrase i was looking for uh this episode features the executive production of uh, justice tom judge justice tom uh who Love supports tom. the hardcover tier and is the executive producer for this episode. It's going to become a little more smooth as we go on into the future of this episode, executive produced by Bada Bada. But for the moment, that's what the hardcover thing does. And yeah. 
in I this wanna, episode, it's Judge Justice Tom. I want to say thank you, Justice Tom. We'll make up for thank it in, in, in sloppiness by just saying the name a lot. <laughs> Justice Tom. 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 There, we made we made up for the the, slo- the sloppiness with quantity. Justice of the peace, Tom. I Justice Tom is a gamer god. I I must put that out there. Yeah. Uh, just anytime I'm going to try and learn a game, uh, the person who is currently playing it now in my Steam's friend list is always Justice Tom. Yeah, it's true. That is that is correct. Uh, so shout out there and also thank you uh, for the support of the, the hardcover tier on Patreon. But other than that, hey, if you want to help the podcast for free, there are also some things you can do. And that is uh, subscribing to the YouTube, youtube.com slash at turn to page cast. If you want to subscribe over there, leave likes on the videos, stuff like that, comments whenever you have them. It's another wonderful, completely free way to help grow the channel. If you, you know, another yeah. wonderful and completely free way to support the channel would be reviewing the podcast on any of the websites that you use to hear, listen to, or peruse said podcast. Would be much appreciated. Helps us uh, get it out to new ears. It's true. If you think about it, it's kind of like, hey, if you can't financially support the show, you can basically through alchemy create new people who maybe can (laughs) so there you go you are you can financially help support the show by without doing it that way i recently watched 64 episodes of an anime that told me very conclusively you cannot use alchemy to create people (laughs) well i'm i guess i have i guess i'm done here i'm done Bye bye. You can use it to make reviews that then attract people, though. That is so. okay. I guess that's where I was wrong. I thought. I thought. Wait. When we're when we're getting new viewers, we're not create. I thought that we were creating people in like a lab. <laughs> These are real people. Oh, now I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Everyone. Oh no. I'm gonna go and contemplate this for a while. I thought that these were all. Lab-grown audience members. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right. Well, I'm off to uh, nowhere. Uh, there's, a, there's a better tie-in to the name of the book, but that's where I'm going. Nowhere. Bye-bye. And I'm off to hunt some heads. Adios. <laughs>